Welcome to Talking Wyndham, your weekly insight into the people who make our city surprising, fascinating, vibrant and interesting. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Talking Wyndham. I'm Kevin Hillier. Been a really interesting series of podcasts, this, and it continues. We've talked about uh, transport in the city of Wyndham. We've talked to the mayor of the city of Wyndham. We've talked about the new A-League franchise. Uh, had a chat to Mark Williams, the coach of the Werribee Footy Club. We talked to Justin Giddings from Avalon Airport about all the things that are going on, uh, the development down there and uh, the jobs opportunity. We talked about uh, tunnels and roads and uh, you name it. We've talked about it in this podcast and uh, we've even talked about bird watching. Uh, today, though, we're going to talk about policing, one of the really important issues in the city of Wyndham and in the western suburbs in general. And today, I'm very happy to say in this podcast, you'll hear Superintendent Therese Fitzgerald from Victoria Police acting commander of the Northwest Region. Uh, a, a range of topics to talk to uh, the superintendent about, so let's get stuck straight into it. On Talking Wyndham, time to uh, welcome Superintendent Therese Fitzgerald from the Victoria Police, who is the acting commander for the Northwest Region. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Kevin. I guess the first question I have to ask you is exactly what does uh, all that entail, that entitle of yours uh, being acting commander of the Northwest Region? Uh, well, I'm actually performing a higher duties role at the moment, sitting over um, a number of divisions in our region, which uh, is pretty much the CBD and all of the metro area. Um, in the Northwest region, but my substantive position is as the superintendent in uh, Northwest Division Two, so that's the Hobsons Bay, Maribyrnong, and Wyndham local government areas. And which of those are the uh, biggest troublemakers, Therese? Uh, well, uh, I would say none of them are troublemakers, <laughs> but I suppose <laughs> I suppose we have um, the largest um, cohort of our, our police and staff are situated out at Wyndham. It, it's uh, our biggest geographical area um, and, you know, very high population and we have our most staff working out in Wyndham. Oh, I guess it's like every piece of infrastructure that we know about. Uh, there's never enough numbers. Everyone always wants more, whether it's from the police point of view or from the public point of view. What what sort of are the areas that are, that are being addressed as the, as the most uh, most important in that, in that area? Yeah, so look, we, I mean, we see the, the highest amount of offences uh, in the area are property and deception style offences and realistically that's theft, um, often theft of petrol, which is a very big problem that we're tackling at the moment. Yeah. Um, uh, shop steal in, in shopping centres and other small businesses that has a massive impact on the economy of the area um, and and theft of things like mail um, surprisingly is causing us some concern so um, we do have incidents of crimes against the what we determine to be crimes against the person and of course they're incredibly concerning for us because that means that people are, are potentially being harmed uh, you know the high harm high impact style crime that we see some robberies occasionally in the area, uh, they're the things that we really focus on a lot because we know the concern that um, causes the community. So uh, that's something that we task to a lot in the area. You see many of our police uh, performing high visibility duties in areas where people uh, populate a lot, like shopping centres, yep. 
and uh, public transport areas. And we do that um, to deter crime, really, and prevent crime in the first place. So um, there's some of the biggest concerns for us. Superintendent, uh, the the cashless society that we, we tend to live in today, is that uh, the, the mail thing really surprises me that people are stealing stuff out of mailboxes. Is that because there are things in mailboxes that we we have now because we are a cashless society, so you're knocking off credit cards and, and all those sorts of things? I think that's probably the kind of thing that the person who might Steel mail is looking for, um, obviously, uh, identity theft can be an issue that uh, is experienced, but um, we, um, we, from what we know when we talk to offenders, that is the kind of thing they're looking for. And often parcels that are left uh, unattended at uh, premises. So um, what I would say to your listeners is if you're having parcels delivered to a home address, make sure that it's uh, able to be left somewhere that's secure or perhaps use some of the services that are around at the moment where you can have them left in a locker. What would you say to the people listening to this podcast about how police are, uh, uh, are handling the situations that you talked about? Do you feel like you're on top of, uh, of most of them? Well, look, um, we did just recently this week have uh, the last quarter crime statistics published, uh, which is on the crime statistics uh, agency webpage, uh, and we've seen a steady drop in Wyndham over the past few years. Um, and again, we had a marginal drop from March 2018 uh, to March 2019 again, which is really pleasing for us. Like we, of course, we don't ever want to see crime in any area, but um, it means that our tasking and the way that we're policing the area is having an impact on crime because we're not seeing rapid increases. Um, we've, we've had a lot of focus in the prevention space over the past few years, particularly with young offenders. So uh, we've really concentrated our efforts there. We're doing a lot of tasking in the youth offending area so that we can really tackle some of the problems that are not just police problems as well. So we see young people who uh, are either at risk of offending or have offended and we're getting them linked into the right services straight away. And for us, the most important thing um, is how we work with the other agencies in the area. So um, we've been fortunate to be able to pilot and participate in a few um, important programs from government recently, including the multi-agency panel. So that means that people in, a, in around the table who can talk about young offenders who um, need to really be linked into services and the people around the table are the people who can make the right decisions. So police, education, the Department of Human and Health Services, uh, juvenile justice. So we're all at least sharing some information and trying to make sure this young person doesn't offend again. Have those lines of communication not been as fluid uh, in the past as they are now? Uh, yeah, I, I would actually I would say that that's the case. We've um, we've always had to exercise some caution about how we engage with other agencies. So we've got some processes in place now whereby we can share appropriate information uh, that's in the interest of the young person, uh, making sure that their family are also able to support them as well, which is one of the critical aspects. I wanted to ask how the public can help. How I mean, what the average person, me and uh, whoever it is, um, how, how can they help you rather than hinder you? <laughs> well, look, if you, uh, I would go back to you would have heard this cat cry. If you see something, say something. So um, we know that the uh, residents of Wyndham are very 
um, actively engaged in social media. So what I would encourage is rather than post something on the social media, call us. Uh, we have the triple zero nine line. We've recently introduced online reporting and policing, so you can actually log on and report something online so that we can do something about it. But if you see a crime in progress or uh, something that is concerning to you, please just pick up the phone triple zero. That way we can give it the attention it deserves then and there and respond appropriately. The other thing that the community can help with that we've really been working hard on again with young people is um, trying to encourage young people to participate and be a good citizen, participate in community events. Uh, We recently held the Wyndham Youth Forum and a lot of the focus there was about encouraging young people to be volunteers. So um, often we see new families settle into the area where they haven't had the opportunity to participate in things like the CFA um, and probably don't know what it's about. But we see if kids are engaged in either a sport, uh, an activity or some something they're doing for the community, then they're busy and they're, they're not going to get themselves into trouble. So um, if people are listening and they have the opportunity to offer those kinds of things to young people in the community, I really encourage them to think about how they can engage. Is the uh, is the diversity of our uh, of our city of Wyndham one of the the great challenges that uh, that the police force face? Uh, well, I, I would say it's actually an opportunity rather than a challenge. Yeah. I think um, you know what it, what a great place to live when you have um, I, I know I won't get the number right, but a number of different languages spoken in an area. I think it's um, thirty five, but I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. So. And with that come all the great things that Melbourne's so famous for uh, with cultural diversity, great food, uh, great music, great culture. Um, so it's about getting our community to work together. Um, you know, and occasionally for policing, we have some challenges around understanding um, the culture a young person or an offender might come from. And so how do we engage with them there? Uh, occasionally, we might have some language challenges, but I actually see that as um, building the strength of the community in Wyndham rather than being a challenge for us. What about the geographic size of the city of Wyndham? I mean, it, it is a very, very big, and we know the population is uh, bigger than Geelong these days and uh, and increasing sure all is, the time. Yeah. But the actual geographic size for police to just to physically and logistically get around it is, is, a, is a challenge. Yeah, it is a challenge. We've got a lot of traffic on the road. Uh, and, you know, I know every time I drive out to the police station at, um, at Wyndham North, at Tarnate there, um, I see new housing estates popping up everywhere. So um, I think the stat is something around nine babies born every day in Wyndham. So that population growth is often a bit um, difficult for us to keep up with, but that's why um, keeping our focus on young people and having people engage and be good citizens is a real focus for us because with that growth, um, hopefully we, we have some really great people coming into the community who want to build um, a really great place to live and work. Therese, what, uh, what's your background? Why did you get into the police force originally? Uh, well, um, my grandfather was actually not a sworn police officer. He uh, he was uh, a public servant at our early early officers training college, and he had always wanted somebody in the family to join the police force. And I think as a young person, I thought, oh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I actually went to university and uh, only got through about 18 months 
um, the first time round anyway, and uh, needed a job when I dropped out of uni and uh, thought the police force might be a good place to start and thought I'd only be there a few years, but here I am about 26 years later. <laughs> so um, I often say that I was studying drama at university and uh, now I participate in the <laughs> theatre of life. So. <laughs> What's what's been the? I mean, if you've been in for twenty six years, you've obviously enjoyed it, and it's obviously become a very good career for you. But what 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 satisfactions do you get out of out of the job on a daily basis? I think, particularly now being back um, working with young people in stations, that's really really satisfactory. When we can have a really good outcome for a victim, um, is satisfying. I, and I love going to community events and uh, just seeing all the great stuff that's going on. So. Um, Solving crime is really satisfying. Um, seeing something really that um, has impacted somebody's life that we can actually try and turn not so much into a positive but certainly help them get through that. Um, and for me, that provides great satisfaction. I was going to say there's, uh, there's obviously in, in your job there's a lot of uh, grief and, and those things involved in it, but is that, is that balanced up by, uh, by the good outcomes that, you, that you're allowed to be involved with? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I worked, I worked for the coroner for a long time, so um, heavily involved in the bushfires um, earlier, many years ago, but, um, and saw a lot of grief then. But I think all the positive things that happen in our day-to-day working life always balance that out and often working in those kind of situations uh, and helping a community get through something like that is a real positive for us anyway. Uh, it'd be fair to say you stumbled into a police as a profession. What sort of people are, are being attracted to the police force these days and what, what sort of people are the police force looking for to, uh, to recruit? Well, we want our organisation to look like the community we serve. So uh, we're really focusing on recruiting a lot of people from the African community at the moment. We've got a special program there but and also um, from our Aboriginal community. Uh, but, you know, uh, a lot of... I'm a very strong participant in our women in policing circles. Um, so we're really looking to attract women to this organisation and I've had a really great career. I worked in prosecutions for a long time and did some service overseas for the AFP. So I would say to anybody who's interested, it's really been a great job and a good career. Um, We've got a lot of people joining the job now who are really highly qualified. Often our young people come to us and they've got two degrees um, and are well qualified or they've had another career somewhere else and they're just looking for something a bit different working with the community. So, you know, whilst... We do see a lot of grief and probably often see people on the worst day of their lives. It's a really great job and very rewarding, so I'd absolutely encourage anybody who's interested. And uh, for yourself to, to become a superintendent, obviously, is a, is a very uh, a, a great uh, feather in your cap. Was that a, that a difficult thing for you to, uh, to achieve and is it something that, that many other women are now achieving? Oh, we've got a high proportion of women in, at the superintendent level now than we ever had, really. Oh, good. Um, I think... Uh, there's about 85 superintendents across the organisation. I think we now have uh, 12 women, maybe 15, who are superintendents. So we're slowly increasing the numbers, which is great. Um, and women probably, like myself, who are parents or had other care commitments and felt restricted and um felt they couldn't work at these ranks and now actually putting themselves forward. So we've done some really great work in that space. 
uh, which I'm really proud of. And, and the the I guess the physical requirements uh, these days to be a police person uh, are very different to they would have been when you first joined 26, 27 years ago. <laughs> Yeah, well, they don't have to do the obstacle course that I had to do when I got through. <laughs> Indeed, I failed that the first time. Was that at the, <laughs> because, is that the, the Glen Waverley Academy where you did that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, we had this strange uh, uh, big hurdle to get over, which uh, most women had a lot of trouble getting over. And uh, I was determined to pass it the second time round, so I did a whole lot of practice. But they don't do that anymore. They're, they're, <laughs> I probably couldn't tell you what it, what it entails now. Uh, but there's a beat test and a few things like that. So, uh, and they maintain, maintain a certain level of fitness throughout now. Uh, it's obviously been a very rewarding career for you. And obviously, I mean, like all jobs, uh, there is there is the good and the bad times. And I mean, you would have had you a lot of really good and funny times in the uh, in the job. Um, well, you know, having been in the job for such a long time, I've got a lot of great friends in the organisation. But um, we've I've had a lot of fun in this job. Um, I don't think I've had a day where I've got up to go to work where I haven't enjoyed it. So um, I think when you have a career like that, you're very fortunate. So, yeah, lots of fun times too. No, terrific stuff. Thank you very much for your time. Appreciate it. And uh, uh, let's hope that uh, we can keep those crime statistics uh, on the uh, on the downward slide and uh, make uh, living in the city of Wyndham uh, a healthy and a happy and, uh, and a safe place for people. Absolutely, Kevin. And um, I'll do a shout-out to my EA who was very excited to hear I was talking to you. She remembers listening to you many years ago on 3XY. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll say hello to her for me. And, uh, and Therese, thanks very much for your time. Really do appreciate it. My My thanks to Superintendent Therese Fitzgerald from Victoria Police, the acting commander in the Northwest region, uh, for her very valuable time and giving it up uh, to have a chat to us on this podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope it answered some of the questions that uh, you've had in the back of your mind about policing uh, here in, uh, in the city of Wyndham. More to come on Talking Wyndham. Hope you can join me the very next time we do it. Thanks for listening. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham, All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page.